0: Hello everybody, welcome to this week's episode of Beware the Board, a horror podcast where we watch a randomly selected horror movie every week. I'm Bob. And I'm Ben. Hey Ben. Sorry. I have to clear my throat a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Sound like the Muppets. (sighs) You know the old guys? Oh yeah, yeah. Is that us? That's kind of us. We're not that old yet. We're not that old, but I'm saying like... Uh, this film stinks. Yeah, that's us watching bad movies. Last a couple of movies. Uh-huh. Uh, we have some rough ones, buddy. Alright, well we're uh we're watching a film today. <laughs> uh this is a normal episode, so it's the bored stuff. Yeah. Which I'm excited about. Because like I enjoy doing convention prep and it's fun. But knowing what movie we're gonna watch going in It's a different experience. It's a different experience and I don't know if I like it as much. Like it's still fun and I like doing it, but it's like there's less surprise for you. There's less surprise, but, like, if I we're going in to watch a movie and I know it's a movie that's, like, bad, like, you know, historically, yeah, it kind of ruins it, man. This is, I'm, I'm going to be honest, about the same experience for me. Yeah. Either way. Yeah, because you always know shit. Because I already know about the movies. In either case. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Do you need, like, kind of a rundown on what we've seen? Yeah. What do we have left, actually? Because we're coming up on the end of the season pretty quick now. Okay, so we've done Fear of the Music one and two. Okay. We've done Haunted Houses one and three. Okay. And then we've done Swamp Gas one and two. Okay. I really don't I I don't want to watch a swamp movie. Did you ever? Well the first one. And yeah. that movie's pretty okay. Like I like Blackwater. Blackwater, yeah. It was a good movie. Well the the second Blackwater. Well, yeah, the real Blackwater. Anaconda's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Not good, but not good. Fine. Fine. Fear the music has been fun. Haunted houses have been top. So I wanna save that for last. But amazing. I'm I'm putting swamps off. I can't do it. I can't watch another fucking swamp movie. <laughs> I can't do it, man. I can't do another Anaconda. I just can't. I just can't do it. Like I <sighs> also some of the convention prep movies lately <laughs> have been not amazing. So I really am just I'm looking for a good movie. But I don't want to end the season on Swamps. So I'm gonna go with Fear the Music. Okay. What do I have left, three? There's only one more, right? Yeah, it's spot three. Yeah, so Fear the Music, spot three. What are we watching, Benjamin? We're watching Trick or Treat. Oh! Wait, really? Yeah. Whoa, that's so weird. I, Sorry, you don't know. You, <laughs> you don't work with me anymore. Austin's been talking about Trick or Treat for like two days in a row. He keeps bringing it up. No. Oh. No, he's not. He's talking about Trick or Treat. Okay. This is Trick or Treat. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I think. No, he's talking about Trick or Treat. Oh, like the movie with the what is it, the little kid with the pumpkin? That's assumedly what he's talking about. Yeah. This is Trick. That movie's called Trick or Treat? Yeah, so it's Trick apostrophe, apostrophe R Treat. That's stupid. Because this film exists, which is Trick or, or Treat. Okay, never mind. Different movie. I was confused because they have basically the I same name? I was like, name? there's no way you've heard of this film ever. <laughs> okay, let me let me fill you in right now. This was the film I was like... All right, I've got two two spots filled. What did I put in the third one? Mm. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Let me scour the internet for something, and I I found something. So okay, today we're gonna be watching Trick and Treat. I've never seen it, so this will be an interesting experience oh, for both shit. of us. I always like when you haven't seen the movie we're going into, even though you know more than I do. I feel like us getting not the same experience, but like seeing it for the first time together is more enjoyable. I only know a little bit more than you do, like you know the plot and the mm-hmm. premise. Outside of that, I know fairly little. That's awesome. From what I could find online, this film is well-liked by a lot of people who've seen it. Ah. But not a lot of people have seen it. Like, it kind of faded into obscurity. In fact, we're going to start with this bit. I had so much trouble finding this. (laughs) So much trouble. Yeah. It doesn't stream anywhere. That's crazy. There really hasn't been... Like official releases of this film forever. I think there was a VHS back when this came out. There was a DVD in like the early two thousands, and then like the last Blu Ray that was official was like I think in like twenty fourteen. Oh my god! And it was a three box set in Germany, but there was only like a thousand of them made, uh, one thousand fifteen hundred something like that. So it's just really hard to get your hands on. Uh, most of the DVDs you could find online are like sixty bucks. Oh my god! For a DVD, and I've also heard like. Cause I was I was looking around a lot because I was like I want to watch this film because I think this fits the best even though okay. I've never seen it. But anyways I was I was looking I heard that I heard some from some people the German like Blu-ray mm-hmm. which you need very specifically because it's uh has all three regions in it. Oh okay. Uh, had some sound quality issues. Oh, in a music based movie, come on. Yeah, that's um, like so that was atrocious. an issue, So we had to like not deal with that. Eventually, I was able to find a DVD for not, like, an arm and a leg, so that's what I got. But I just wanted to talk about that really quick. (laughs) Yeah, Ben was like, Ben kept telling me, I'm really having trouble finding one of these movies. And I was like, oh, that sucks. Oh my god, yeah. So I'm just going to say this right now, because if anyone's interested in watching this film, and you don't want to go through the hassle I went through, and of course this happens right when we decide to watch it, but, like, a couple months ago, It was announced that it's getting, like, another official Blu-ray release. Oh, of course. Right before we fucking... Not out yet. Yeah. Uh, But it did get announced, and I think that's from uh, Synapse Films. So, that'll probably come out at some point in 2023. So, just, like, a heads up for that, if the film sounds interesting today, you're probably not going to be able to find it for, like, you to watch unless you want to... Find a DVD and then order it. and It takes a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Or you can just hold out and uh, try and get a Blu-ray when those release. But if you are, like, actually interested, it might be worthwhile getting that because from looking at this film, it doesn't get released often, especially in, like, quality. <laughs> a lot of people I saw online were like, yeah, I just have a VHS I recorded on TV. And I'm like, yeah. God damn. So if it does sound interesting and you want to watch it, just keep an eye out on that. That's probably your best option. Okay. It's also for you, Bob. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna buy. I I gotta buy it. We well, like it on if, the show. if you like it, you're probably gonna have to buy it like immediately because sometimes Blu-rays have limited mm-hmm. numbers. I might be able to pre-order it if they have that available. I haven't seen any listings. I checked. Damn. Back when I was searching for a DVD or yeah. something. Uh, but long story short, we're watching on a DVD, so there's some quality issues with our version. But whatever. Now, before I get into the normal stuff like description and everything, I also have another thing we're gonna mention first. Oh, okay. Uh, as well as like how hard this film is to find. And that's like the alternate title. Oh, it has an alternate title. Okay. Yes. I mean, a lot of films have alternate titles, right? Yeah, but you usually save those for a while. I do. Um, however, I'm going to tell you it right now because the alternate title for this film, A, I like better. Okay. But it's also like one of those few titles that's so popular compared to the popularity of this film that it's almost entertained. Interchangeable. Oh, really? Yeah. So a lot of the times, if you're searching for this film online, you'll see the alternate title. Wow. Okay. And in fact, my DVD has the alt title. Oh shit. Okay. So the alt title is Ragman. Oh, what's wrong, Bob? I I don't want to watch this anymore. Why? I've heard of this movie, because <laughs> I didn't know that it was called that. <laughs> Benjamin, <laughs> what's wrong? I've heard of this movie, and I've heard it's um not so, uh, not... <laughs> what does that mean? I, I've heard it's very scary. <laughs> are you sure you're thinking of the right film? I think so. I don't think you are. I don't know, when you said Ragman, my heart sank to the bottom of my gut. I know, what are you thinking about? Uh, so one of my... Who was it? It was, I was, like, 14? Mm-hmm. And one of my cousins was telling me about a movie called Ragman, and he saw it, and he was like, scariest shit I've ever seen in my life. I don't remember what, how he described it, but basically it scared the piss out of me just him talking about it. I doubt that's this film, just for the fact that it was very hard to find. And yeah. Like, it's, it feels like one of those films where you know about it because you saw it when the film came out. Mm. And well, they're it. older than me, that's why. That's fair. Like They were born in the 90s. Mm. So maybe, but... But just like – and then I had nightmares about – I just ima- – my brain went, Ragman, that's scary. Imagine okay. up a Ragman. But also, he wouldn't have known the alt title is Ragman. So I'm going to do the, the alternate title thing right here. It's the West Germany title. Ah. Your cousin isn't from West Germany. No, he's not. Um, So no, maybe he made it up. Maybe or, he made it up or you're misremembering the name. No. Nah. Uh, the reason that it's that's such a well-known name now on the internet, though, is because, like, West Germany – Well, where do you get the Blu-rays if you want to watch this from? Ah. Germany. Germany. Okay. Makes sense. So it's kind of interchangeable now. There must be something else called Ragman he was talking about. Or it's a similar word. It's also one word, too. Ragman? Yeah. All right. We're going to get into the the regular stuff here. Okay. It's it's 100% not the movie your cousin was talking about. Okay. Or if it was, he was talking about a movie he watched as a child, and it scared him. That might be I don't think it'll be that bad. That's probably true. All right. Description. Rock and roll will never die. No, oh, okay. Yeah, another one. What are you talking about? <laughs> another one. In Fear the music. <laughs> Why? <What? laughs> Why? What are you talking about? Another rock and roll film. Look, yeah. they've all been fun. Yeah. At the minimum, they've been pretty good, actually. Oh, all right. Lengths an hour and thirty-eight minutes. Okay. It's rated R. Great. All right. Review scores kind of over the pl- all over the place. IMDb gave it a five point eight out of ten. Not bad. The metameter gave it a 75%. Pretty good. And audience score 62. Okay. It's pretty pretty okay. Yeah. All right. Notable actors. Uh, Mark Price as Eddie Weinbauer. He played Erwin Skippy Handelman from Family Ties. He was on 51 episodes from 1982 to 1989. Is that a sitcom? Mm-hmm. Okay. Tony Fields as Sammy Kerr. He played Moon in Dance Academy. Lisa Orgolini as Leslie Graham. Played Claire Tate in Born to Ride. Doug Savant as Tim Haney. Played Tom Scavo from Desperate Housewives. He was on 175 episodes from 2004 to 2012. Oh, my God. Elaine Joyce as Angie Weinbar. Uh, She played Edith Olson in Motel Hell. I've heard of that. Yeah, that one's kind of famous. Uh, Glenn Morgan as Roger Mokas. He was a producer on X-Files. Oh, okay. Um, so he was associated with 67 episodes between 1993 and 2018. X-Files is good. hmm I'm surprised you've watched it, though. Uh, I had a girlfriend who was really into the X-Files. She made me watch it. I didn't want to. Okay. No, it's good. I it was is just good. surprised because it's, like, borderline horror. mm mm-hmm. I was very scared. And then uh, Alice Nunn as Mrs. Sylvia Cavell, uh, and she played Large Marge in Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Oh. You might be able to. Have you seen P.W.A. Big Adventure? No, I haven't, but okay. we've talked about it. Now, there's two other people in this film. Okay. <laughs> you ready, Bob? Oh, God. it's. Am I going to be excited or am I going to be mad? You should be excited. Okay. And if you don't know who these people are, <laughs> I, I'm actually going to be disappointed <laughs> in you. Because You're always disappointed. No, but like this isn't like, oh, you should know these actors. This is like, I would be surprised if you didn't know who these people were. Okay. Okay. Gene Simmons... Oh, okay. (laughs) From Kiss? (laughs) Yeah. Wow. He's playing Nuke. Awesome. And then Ozzy Osbourne. (laughs) Ozzy's in this movie? Yeah. As Reverend Aaron Gilstrom. This is gonna Okay. This is part of why I chose this movie. Because I was looking it up, and I was like, all right, this feels like it fits the category. Let me do some research. Hard to find anything on this film. And while I was looking around, I was like, wait a second, why is he on the cover? And why is he on the cover? Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. You know what's really interesting? We've, we kinda sk- we kind of skipped. Okay. Deathgasm out the window. This has nothing to do with the Deathgasm. I like that movie. We kind of got, like, classic rock with Ozzy and Gene Simmons, and then we got Foo Fighters. <laughs> so we, <laughs> yeah. we kind of skipped a little bit, but it's there. All right. Uh, director's uh, Charles Martin Smith. This is actually his directorial debut. Oh, okay, cool. He He's done a lot of stuff since then. The thing you'd know him for, maybe. Because it's probably his most famous one. Dolphin Tales. What the, is that? The one about, like, uh, what's her name? Snowflake? The dolphin that was missing its tail? Don't know what you're talking uh, about. No? Nope. It's a real story. Okay. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> okay. I don't watch movies I outside know. of the show. But no, it's, that's not a movie. That's, like, an actual story. Um, It was a big... I, I think the dolphin passed away. Hmm. Um, That's sad. But it got caught in, like some fishing wire or something- mm-hmm. from like a trawl or something uh, oh okay but it wrapped around the bottom of its uh bottom tail, of its tail yeah and it like lost its fins so it they made it a prosthetic fin and it like lived the rest of its life that's really cool actually I was in a, a Florida aquarium so you could visit it for a long time that's pretty rad big thing all right so writers multiple writers oh uh, classic okay so screenplay writers here Michael s Murphy he's also written the supernaturals. Not the TV show, but the movie in 1986. Okay, that's I, you said The Supernatural's with an S. Yeah. So I was like, okay. Joel Soyson, he wrote Dracula 2000. I haven't seen any Dracula movie ever. And then the last one is Rhett Toffam, who did screenplay, but he also has a story credit on this. Okay. And he did 976 Evil. Now. What is that? Do you know why that film is famous? No, actually. Or like, what's so unique about that film? Nope. First of all, do you know what like a 976 number is? Nope. This is kind of a fun thing for anyone who is not old enough to remember. But 976 is, again, way before my time. I think this is like an 80s, kind of like 70s thing. Yeah, back when you had to call an operator and shit. But it's like a number you could call and there'd be someone like Elvis on the other line or something like that. It's what like the gimmick fuck? hotlines, you know? Okay, okay, okay. Um, Like you could pay and there was something on the other end. I think that's what it is. Anyways, what's so interesting about this movie is it's directed by Robert England. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I didn't know he directed stuff. Yeah. So that's 976 Evil. We might cover that at some point. Hopefully. It's a cool, like, little-known film. Okay. With that being said, according to IMDb, don't know, but according to IMDb, okay. I'm assuming they've done some fact-checking, hopefully. <laughs> there is two uncredited writers that also worked on this. Oh. Glenn Morgan, who uh wrote Black Christmas, the 2006 one. I mean, we haven't watched it. I just assume it's not as good as the original. Yeah, but he's a decent writer. Okay. And James Wong. That name is so familiar. Final Destination. That's why. Yeah. Uh, Glenn Morgan also wrote uh, Final Destination 3. Okay. we got to watch those at some point. Yeah. I've seen one of them. I don't know which one. I think it was three. Uh, Whichever one had the lady in the suntan thing. Uh, They got fried. That's... Who I know you really like Final Destination, so that's why I bring that's why I'm saying we should watch it. I think that's two. I don't know. That's one of those big no, franchises. That's three. That's three. Is it three? Yeah. That's one of those big franchises that we've yet to cover, but I'm excited to cover because that's Are they all good? No. No, but it's like Are they fun? i think It's they're very fun. different from anything else we watched. Like it's it's less someone killing people and more just stuff happening. It's just, it's just. Let's watch people die in cool ways. Yeah, which is fun. Which is what slashers are. Except there's a killer tied to it, but there's no killer in this one. It's just watching people get eviscerated. Well, you hope slashers are that. Some slashers <laughs> are that. Some, <laughs> some slashers are, are not. <laughs> some are not, and it's just. How we pop Bob, don't call it out like that. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, budget uh, was three point five million, and the box office was six point eight million.
1: Okay, so you know,
0: did pretty good. Not bad. Almost doubled. Uh, country of origin in the United States. Uh, we already did the also known as, you know, Ragman West Germany. Uh, tagline, what are you afraid of? It's only rock and roll. Uh, see, that's a little cheesy, but it's also kind of awesome. It's it's pretty good. I don't yeah. hate it. All right. That's all I got right now. I okay. got one post-movie thing for later, so we'll talk about that when after that happens. After the movies Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I guess we'll, uh, we'll see you guys after the movie. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. We just finished watching Ragman. I'm not going to call it Trick or Treat. I'm going to call it Ragman. I've decided. It's it's a more unique name, but it's also more well-deserved throughout the film. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just used more often. It also makes way more sense. Uh, They use Trick or Treat because that's, like, when the main act set Mm -hmm. is during Halloween. But also, kind of like the main song for the movie has the words Trick or Treat in it. Mm -hmm. Anyways, I know the answer to this already, but Bob, did you like it? (laughs) Yeah. It's real good. Bob liked it. I think it's fun. It's, I, I think you'd agree with me here. It's it's pretty horror adjacent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, this isn't a scary movie. However, it's kind of, it's definitely horror. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I would say if they omitted some of the nudity, this could definitely be horror, like, a younger audience horror, too. I don't know. It kind of feels like a classic cheesy B-movie kind of thing. Yeah, maybe. But I, I think that's just something we need to say. It's not scary. Mm-mm. And it's also not super graphic at all. Mm-mm. Not really. But on that note, I'm going to get into a, a brief rundown here. Yeah. And I'm going to keep it really brief, mostly because I'm like our normal episodes where I'm like, you could go watch this movie first. I don't think you can watch this movie first. You could try. of how hard it is to find currently. Uh, maybe when you're listening to this in the future. <laughs> it won't be that bad. But right now, oh. as soon as the new those new Blu-rays drops, I want to buy one. I will I want this movie on Blu-ray so bad. Yeah, our DVD was fine, but there was uh, some bad audio. Mhm. Yeah, it was really quiet. Anyways, the basic premise here is there's this kid. Do you know his actual name? Eddie. Eddie? Mm-hmm. Okay. His name is Eddie. And um I don't remember that name because everyone including himself calls him Ragman. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. His license plate on his car even says Ragman. Yeah, which is, like, the most I gave myself a nickname and it somehow worked kind of thing ever. Yeah. But he's, like, a super metalhead in the 80s, back during, like, the Satanic Panic. Mm Mm-hmm. And he's kind of, like, bottom of the food chain at his school. And the bullies there suck. They suck. Like, they go hard on him. Mm Mm-hmm. And he's not having a good time. And the one thing that kind of keeps him going is, you know, music. But very specifically, it's kind of looking up to some of his musical idols. And the big one for him is this guy named Sammy Kerr, Mm -hmm. who is a very much an Ozzy Osbourne kind of inspired rocker. Mm -hmm. Uh, We see one clip of him performing on stage on, like, a TV, and he bites the head off a a snake. so then, like, drains the blood into his mouth, very Ozzy style. Instead of a bat, you know. Anyways, really into this dude, and it's like... That's kind of the thing that keeps him going, because apparently the guy went to the same high school he did, like, 20 years ago, Mm -hmm. something like that, and made it out of that town as, like, a rocker, so it's kind of like his inspiration, but he died Mm -hmm. in a fire, and, you know, long story short, Ragman's super bummed out about it, and he has a friend who works at the radio station, and I think it's very specifically, like, a rock radio station, Yeah, and the dude's super chill, like, nicest guy ever. So nice. And gives him a record of Sammy Kerr's unreleased album. Basically, he, I forget what he called it. It's like a very special record. Yeah, I don't remember what he called it either. But it's the direct from, like, the studio Mm -hmm. print. Basically, it's the only copy of Sammy Kerr's last record. It's Mm -hmm. never been played anywhere. And it was given to the radio station to, like, do a live release of it on Halloween at midnight. Yep. Just because... Again, that's where Sammy Kerr's from. And the guy in charge of the radio is like, I copied it onto tapes so I can play it on the air. You can have this record, because, like, biggest fan ever. Super nice. Super like, nice. Unnecessarily so. And so Ragman takes the record home, and he's playing it. And when he's playing it, he hears some weird, like, backward talk. Some encoded messages into the music. And so he, he plays the record backwards, and it's, I think, Sammy Kerr talking to him. Yeah. That's at least what it sounds like. And, uh he slowly starts to find out as the movie progresses like he gets messages from the record and it helps him but maybe maybe things are going bad too bad for the people around him yeah as uh ragman's kind of getting his revenge on the his bullies uh, i'm going to leave the plot there yeah i think that's a pretty good stopping point but i mean it's it's good mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the, that's the most i think i can say about it it's a very genre inspired feature not in the sense like so we, at this point, we've cleared uh, Fear the Music. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, I think, made this point during the movie, and you can fill in here whenever you want, but, like, Deathgasm and... Hotel Studio 666. Studio 666, yes, are very horror-inspired, and this film doesn't really feel like that. I mean, there's some horror elements there, but it feels more like it's inspired by the music and the culture of, like, heavy metal... Yeah. ...rather than anything else. Yeah, I I think I, I think more... That's very true, but more what I was saying is Deathgasm and Studio 666 are very much based on tropes of what a modern audience believes metal to be, or what believes rock and roll to be. Because this came out in the 80s at the peak of, like, Ozzy Osbourne, KISS, these people playing these, like, these big-ass metal hair bands playing shows and shit, it's very much entrenched in the genre in a very realistic, like, way. To where it's it's not playing off the tropes, it's playing off of what it was like. Like, really, it feels so much more... Authentic? Authentic and in the culture than those other movies do. Because those other movies are made in the modern day and trying to pull from that and make them... Well, they're just pulling from very different bands and, like, rock types. Not really. I mean, kind of. The Foo Fighters were pulling from themselves, and that's well, a yeah. very different band style than... Sure. ...Deathgasm, which is, you know... yeah. I don't know. It just felt the most like authentic to. It feels authentic to the '80s metal culture, exactly. And that's that's something that I've like really appreciated about yeah. this film. And Deathgasm and Studio Six 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 feel authentic to the culture they come from. Yeah, but which then, is that's very different. The Foo Fighters, which is more like I don't know. I don't know how what to put like more modern rock. Depends on their record. Depend. Yeah, it really does actually. Because they've been going for so long. And then Deathgasm is more like I don't know, not grindcore, but like more metalcore, like. Not new metal either, but... What's the word? New Zealand. <laughs> no, it is a very New Zealand film. But yeah, just like that sort of style of metal, and this is more like 80s hair metal. Yeah, and you, and it's all these little things uh, that just show that. And also just an appreciation for music throughout. The music in this film is phenomenal. Music th- throughout is great, but I was just talking like there's a bunch of records we get to see, mm-hmm. and Bob was like, oh, yeah! <laughs> he literally pulls out a mega death record, and I'm like, fuck yeah! But also like... We get to hear some of Sammy Kerr's like song names, yeah, and they're all like spoofs of actual songs, mm-hmm. from what I could tell. And so there's a lot of stuff like that. Not to mention the whole like idea of encoded messages in metal lyrics, mm-hmm. and yeah. how that does like satanic stuff is the most satanic panic like horror movie idea ever. Oh yeah, and I think they do a very good job in this film of, of like showing the satanic panic through. Like the news broadcast we get to see and stuff, and like making it feel more. I, I don't know. I guess the other two films don't feel as like this feels so much more grounded than the other two films in, in a lot reality. Of ways. Yeah. Or at least in a reality that has passed. Exactly. And the other two are like over, over the, the top. top. And this feels more realistic in the. Yeah. As much as you can with a film like this. But I mean, the other two were dark comedies. So. Yeah. And this, was, this has funny moments, but it's not intended to be like super funny or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. I'm trying to think of a good thing to say here without, like, spoiling too much. I have something I want to talk about. Oh. I mean, go ahead. The dude that plays Sammy Kurz is phenomenal. Oh, yeah. We we don't see, like, a lot of him. Yeah. But what we do get to see of him, like, performing on stage, he, like, puts it over the top. He goes full 80, 80s hairband, like, he's doing all the showmanship stuff that you want from someone like that, and it's so cool because mm-hmm. he really commits to... The culture, it is going for it, and you can tell that he's trying. And it just adds a whole level of, like, authenticity to the experience. Yeah. Special effects, we can talk about that, because there's yeah, a lot that's, of cool that's shit. Yeah, that's kind of like, I think, the last big thing I do want to talk about here. And, you know, without giving too much away, the main focus of the special effects are two things. There's the use of reverse shots. Which are cool. Basically, they'll shoot something in reverse, and a lot of times they might do it really fast uh, to either give the impression something's going backwards... That's usually how they're doing it. So, um, like, the obvious one is they had a record play really, really fast. Mm -hmm. That was fast-forwarding. But basically, they recorded a whole record playing and then fast-forwarded it to, like, 200 times speed. They had a car drive down the street backwards. and I'm pretty sure the car was driving forwards, and then they just reversed the video. So some cool, like, video manipulation stuff. But the big one, and I think this is just a cool idea in general, is the fact that, like, all the, let's say, magical elements of this film are related to music and sound and technology. So, all the like spooky stuff that happens in like the real world is all related to electricity. Yeah. Which is cool because they, I'd say, realistically keep up with like the ideas of how electricity works. Yeah. Lots of people uh, exploding. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of awesome. <laughs> Instead of gory like burning to death, which is it's so cool. Funny. Uh, but like, you know big spark sprays Mm -hmm. but the big thing i want to mention with all this electricity stuff is they do like the cell shaded like lightning bolts over the film they're so cool man so great there's so much of this it's just a great thing to see Mm -hmm. because they're done really really well much better than we saw uh we saw the same technique used in and i think the effect in this film is not only more numerous but a lot it's a lot more better better like they do a very good job of like Putting it over stuff and timing it well with stuff that's happening on screen, so it looks more not, realistic. I wouldn't say realistic because it it's a painted laser. Well, yes, array. but it <laughs> it looks like it's actually there. It looks like it's actually happening, and c- yeah. it could be like you know, it makes sense. I think the coolest part about uh, the painted laser rays and tying everything technology is when spooky stuff ha- is happening, like lights flicker and like stuff happens and like radios spark and stuff, and like it it's classic like supernatural like ghost paranormal stuff. Mm-hmm. That you'd expect uh, with, like, haunted tapes and everything, but it actually makes sense in the context of this film. Yeah, because they make it make sense. Like, electricity stuff. Yeah. So not just, like, spooky ghost stuff. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the stuff is, like, since it's tied to the music, I don't really think it's a spoiler. But, like, when people play tapes and shit, stuff happens, you know? Like, the, the tape is, like, transferring, we'll say the curse, maybe. Yeah. Um, to different items, and then those items are infected and then they call stuff to happen around them. And there's a yeah. bunch of really cool shit like that. And it's like kind of a destroy the copy situation. Although so one of the copies oh yeah, is a tape that transforms into like a silver tape deck. Mm-hmm. So cool. It looks really fucking cool. It looks metal. Because when it I guess it starts out as a regular like plastic white tape. Yeah. And this is where that fast forward like record playing happens because mm-hmm. they're copying the music onto it. Yeah. Happens like magically fast, and then the record pops out, or the tape pops out. And it's like a metal, metal silver tape. And but it's it looks kinda so see-through. cool. Yeah, such a cool little thing. This movie's full of a ton of like little shit that just makes the movie. It, it it does really feel like a project of love, I'd say. Yeah. I think you said during the movie where you could definitely see how this could be someone's favorite film. Yeah, like I watched this and I go, if I were. If you were an 80s like metalhead. This movie's awesome for you, yeah. because it, it's full of tons of references. It's full of small stuff. We get to see Ozzy Osbourne be the exact opposite of Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, he plays a <laughs> like a preacher worrying about like the satanic panic and the effect of metal on kids, and yeah. it's really funny. If you're wondering, um, oh my God, what's his Gene name? Simmons? Gene Simmons, thank you. Is Nuke? He's the guy who works at the radio station. He's the guy that gives Eddie the original record. Yeah. And now, with that being said, well, I can see peop- how people would really like this film. I can also see how people might not see. I. It, I can't, fair. but that's because I like it so much. That is true. Uh, I just think it's it's hard for me to like have a lot of faults with this movie and judge it really hard uh, because the copy we had wasn't great. Yeah, the audio quality was kind of whatever. The audio quality was not great, and also some of the video quality stuff wasn't great. Yeah, there were some pretty big like splotches on the film at some point. So this is a film I'd love to come back to with like a, a restored like Blu-ray copy. Oh, I'm copy. going to buy a Blu-ray, so we can so, watch it later. I could, like, watch it in the best possible context. That's fair. And really come back to it. Because especially because I felt like a lot of the scenes in this film felt very quiet. hmm But, like, in a almost there's no sound here for some reason kind of quiet. Anyways, point being is, well, I can see how someone really, really would like this film. I can also see how it's maybe could not be your favorite. Sure. I mean, like, if you want a horror film, there's not a lot of, like, gore and stuff. And it can be a little slow. See, I don't know if added an hour and forty minutes long. Gore really fits the vibe? No, I don't know if it fits the vibe, but I'm saying like the major sell of this film is the aesthetic. Yeah. And if you're not super into that aesthetic, well this film I th- I still think is fun. Yeah. It just ends up being like a kind of whatever be movie with a lot of love in it. That's fair. But I know. understand that. Alright, uh, do you have anything else you want to mention? We haven't talked about stunts. The movie has some really good stunts. Oh yeah. Weird, I don't want to spoil any of them because they're all really cool. But I just want to say, like, the way they did a lot of these stunts is really sick. And they did not need to do as well no. as they did. And it's awesome. There's, a, I think a, I'm not sure how many outtakes we'll have. But there is a two-minute, like, chase scene at one point. And it's incredible. Just people giving it all of their stunts. It's wild. And I think they, I don't know if they had stunt actors, but I don't. Think they did? I think they all did their own stunts, from what I could tell. Uh, they probably had stunt actors. They might have just had them switch out costumes. If they, if it was just the actors though, good on them. Yeah, they man. did some fun stuff. They, this movie is so like it's it's just so much little shit adding up to make a really enjoyable experience. Yeah, like there's nothing in this movie where I go, this is like incredible. But it's all the little things that they do to make everything better. Except the the laser arrays. The laser arrays are pretty. Those incredible. were probably incredible. Those were that pretty was incredible. Straight up, probably the most impressive part. Especially, like, oh, at the end. Mm-hmm. There's <laughs> a really, really so good cool. one at the end. So good. Anything else? I don't think so. I don't okay. think I have anything else. I have one thing I do want to mention oh, here. Oh, yeah. I forgot you had a fact. Yeah. This was a... I'm so glad we watched this today. I don't want to spoil... I'm going to just tell the audience this is a sort of a spoiler. We watched a really bad movie before this, and I'm glad we got a good one to watch after. It's our second recording of the day, and the first movie we watched was very disappointing in a lot of ways. Fair enough. All right, so there's some interesting people who have worked on this film. Like, we, we talked about the writers and stuff, and I'm sure there's more people than I could name because it's, for such a, like, a film that's kind of disappeared, it's hard for me to find facts and then just, like, do a lot of research in them and, like, confirm stuff, especially because first time I've seen it today, and I don't want to, like, spoil the movie for me. But apparently the special effects for this film were done by Kevin Yeager. Yeah, you mentioned that when we were uh, watching the credits, and I don't know who that is. Um, he did, like, makeup effects for Freddy Krueger. Oh, okay. Uh, as well as Tales from Tales from the Crypt. It's so, like those are like his big things. Okay, that's cool. Do you know Tales from the Crypt? Isn't that With the Crypt Keeper? Ste- Stephen King, who is that? Tales from the Crypt. Oh, that sounds really familiar, but I don't know what it is off the top of my head. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen that, but I don't know who did it or what it is. No, but like he did effects for that too. Okay, so I just wanted to mention that because that's kind of cool. Uh, like kind of cool guy working on this film. That's relatively unknown today, but cool thing here is I know I'm pretty sure there was a couple other people that did cameos. I just don't know off the top of my head. Mm -hmm. But uh, for Jaeger, he did a cameo in this movie as the lead singer uh, and guitarist uh, for the band The Kickers. Oh! We get to see at one point. (laughs) That's cool. That's really funny. Alright, I guess we can move on to recommendations. Okay. If you like metal, like 80s hairband metal, this movie is phenomenally full of references. It's full of tons of, like, cultural stuff that I think is really cool. Recommend for that. If you want something that is horror-adjacent in... Uh, I don't know how else to put this. Like, if you're not into bloody horror movies, this movie's great because not a, there's not a ton of blood or guts or anything like that, but you still want to see people get annihilated because they do. But there's no blood or guts or anything like that. So if that's something you're looking for, if you're someone that's really squeamish and can't handle stuff like that, I think this is a good movie to, like, watch if you still want to see people get destroyed. Yeah. Because they do. They just blow up. They just explode, and it's incredible. And a shower of sparks. It's so cool. And painted laser effects. Yeah. I don't know if I have. This is such a hard movie to recommend, because, like, I like it a lot. That's because. <laughs> you can't be hypercritical about it. I like metal. Yeah. All right, I can just go if you want. Yeah, go. I don't have anything else. All right. Uh, recommendations. First off the bat is if you're into, like like, metal or punk or something like that, And it it is very specifically, like, 80s hairband, right? Mm Kind of metal. Uh, But I think any of that, like, counterculture rock stuff. Oh, yeah. This is probably going to speak to you. Uh, Especially if you're, like, if you live during the 80s and were into that, like, style of film or movement, whatever, or just into the 80s in general. I mean, the 80s is pretty big right now. Yeah, it is. This is probably going to be at least an interesting film because it just reeks of both, like, metal but the 80s. Oh yeah. And I think my other big like recommendation here if you want to see some painted like laser array lightning effects. so cool. So cool. They're so good. That's probably like the best effects you'll see. There's some other good ones. Yeah. Like the big explosions and everything are pretty cool. That's probably my other big one. I mean it just does like the whole metal thing, 80 80- the the 80s and the metal aesthetic here is just so strong that it's hard for me to like pick up anything else from it. Yeah, but everything else is okay. Yeah, but it all fits within. But that it, it all—it's all a part of that '80s thing. Yeah, so it works. Yeah, it is really enjoyable to watch. Like these are there are some classic '80s bullies in here. Oh yeah, like the type of mean shit you don't get to see in oh, like, like modern uh, media. Oh my god, uh, like the fucking dudes in Toxic Avenger levels of bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> where it's just like, oh my god, you did that to somebody, and that's fucked up. Like, oh, the Toxic's Avenger guys are on a whole different level. Well, they are. They really are. But, like, <laughs> these guys were getting there. All right. On that note, rate it, Bob. Okay, 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 okay. I like this movie. Mm-hmm. A lot. Yeah. But I guess, I I guess, like, I understand that it's not a perfect film. Okay. <laughs> so, I you know, I'm not going to give it a five <laughs> be Like anything. I know you like it that much, but we got to keep our integrity here. We got to keep our integrity here. But. A three would be, like, taking the idea of, like, I don't know, a haunted, I guess, or, like, cursed tape, metal metal tape, metal records specifically. Yeah. And, like, succeeding at that goal. Cursed music. Cursed maybe. music. This movie goes way above and beyond that. Oh, yeah. With. Because it's not just, like, the music does one thing. No. It does all kinds of cool shit. And it all fits within, like, <laughs> metal stuff. Doesn't always make, maybe make sense. But, but it's. Cool? Yeah. So it's fun. And I think it takes that, like, idea and goes above and beyond with, A, the effects. Like, there's some sick-ass stunts in this movie that are not required at all, but they're awesome. The painted laser rays are really cool. I like the way the, like, fact that whatever's happening is, the the way it's handled through electricity is super cool. And they do a lot of really interesting stuff with it that you don't expect and is fun. All the acting is pretty okay. Like, I think the guy that plays Eddie does a pretty good job. And the guy that plays uh, Sammy is incredible. Four? Four. I, I can't give it I I don't want... I want to give it a four and a half. I for want For just to. enjoyment? For just pure enjoyment, because it's just a fun fucking movie. But I get why some people, you know... Yeah. I get it. I think I'm in the same boat with giving it a four, right? Because I think Bob's right. It 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 goes above and beyond what you really had to do to be like just a haunted music kind of story. Not to mention the sheer dedication to, like, the whole aesthetic. Oh, yeah. Plus, there's all the stuff with, like, some cool, like, lightning effects and explosions and stunts and all that stuff. Like, I can really tell a lot of work went into it, but like Bob said, it's not perfect. I mean, I think the acting is passable most of the time, but maybe some of the dialogue in some places is a little (laughs) clunky. There is some bad dialogue. Um, And I, I can't always tell if that's, like, the acting or not. There's just there's stuff holding it away from being like a four point five or a five, and again I I have trouble rating this one because the quality of the copy we were watching wasn't great, so it's hard for me to judge like how much of those issues were related to quality stuff mm-hmm. or if like they were actually in the film. Like there were some points of silence where I was like there needs to be something here or this is an issue like sound wise. Yeah, especially because the soundtrack was really good, but I wasn't sure if it was like am I just not hearing it. Or stuff like that. Yeah, I I don't know if we mentioned this. Normally we have the TV set to a certain volume, and we basically turned it all the way up, and we still had trouble hearing shit. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with a four. I think it's a good place to leave it. Yeah. It definitely deserves a four. And then depending on maybe if a rewatch, it could be with like better quality, it could maybe get to a four point five, mm-hmm. or maybe fall down to a three point five if I somehow noticed more issues. Um, but I I don't think I would. Uh, very good film. If if you like the things about it. Yeah, but maybe just meh if you don't. Not bad, but just yeah. And lukewarm. I think I think that's kind of the issue with a film like this, or a film like Deathgasm, or a film like Studio Six Six Six, is like super genre films, super genre specific stuff. And it just so happens that I really like those genres. So when we we're reviewing them, I'm like, I love this movie, but I get why other people don't. Yeah, because it's it carries the whole film. Yeah, and if it can't carry the film for you, it's just kind of like missing a big part of what makes a movie good exactly like I'm gonna be honest this is probably my favorite one out of the three like this it it does it goes so above and beyond while maintaining a level of realism that the other ones don't that just makes it feel better to me I guess I think this it's because this one focuses so much more on the music and less on the horror yeah I guess that's fair even though I will say I did get scared a couple times (laughs) it's not a high bar no it's not but like there were some moments where I went oh that scared me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Alright, uh, I guess we'll go to the outtakes now. Yeah. Don't know how many there will be able... You'll you'll know in a sec! Yeah, you'll uh, see him in a second. Hello everybody, welcome to this outtake section for this episode of Beware the Board. I hope you're enjoying our review of Ragman so far. I really love this film, I think it's super awesome, it hits home for me in a ton of different ways. But, if you do not want any spoilers from this outtake section please skip to 49 minutes and 8 seconds immediately. Once again, that's 49 minutes and 8 seconds immediately. This next clip is our reaction to watching Eddie execute his plan to get revenge on his bullies. (laughs) Hell yeah, I know what he's doing. (laughs) Yeah, me too, man. This is awesome. This is definitely... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is so fucking cool. I think this might be my favorite out of this category. It's just so 80s. It's just so, and I just love it. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> that guy would fucking fly. That was a good stunt! That was an awesome stunt. Alright, what's your plan now, though? Yeah, you have set up a couple <laughs> traps, but, um... Oh, you let him into the library. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Yeah, dude, they're all like student council kids. They gotta, like, oh, that's fair. Act okay. Running through band class. <laughs> <laughs> the tuba! <laughs> nah. No, not the tuba! That actually lost a good amount of him. He's also in. Good shape for just being the Yeah. The geek. Oh my god. What the fuck? Are you gonna kill him? They're gonna spray him down, I think. Uh. (laughs) 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 They're in so much fucking trouble. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god He played them like Ugh. Oh my lord that was incredible This next clip is our reaction to the bullies Trying to get revenge on Eddie Oh my god He's gonna kill him He put a dent in the wall did you see that He's throwing fucking Oh Oh Oh! Oh my god! (laughs) This is awesome! Oh no! Ah! 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 Eddie, turn it off! That was awesome. This next clip is Ben and I's reaction to what effect the tape can have on people turns her cars out on and runs them over. Mm-hmm. Or her head just explodes. Rock on. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh no. What the fuck? Painted laser arrays, Bob. That's cool. But what is it doing to her? Feeling up her breasts. (laughs) I'm being serious. Sealing them up? Oh, it is undressing her. The music is undressing this woman. And she hasn't noticed for some reason. Yeah. Well, actually, I, I think she might be asleep, which is fucked up in its own right. Yeah. Okay. What is going on? Is the music having sex with her? I think it's... Like hypnotizing her to like take off her clothes? I don't know. Is she, uh, is she sweaty? Oh, it's a ghost. Oh, it's his ghost. Okay. She's getting finger-blasted by a ghost right now. Assumedly. Not assumedly, that's what's happening. We didn't see it. Oh, my God! Finger-blasted by a monster? This next clip is Ben and I's reaction to one of the bullies showing up at Eddie's house. Mm -hmm. Is he screaming White Power? Weinbauer, not White Power. It does sound like White Power. Yep. Yeah, the audio's not great. No, but it... Cool movie! Cool movie! Do you still have a dead body in your car? These <laughs> are different clothes now. Oh my god. This is... Fuck. This is the coolest fucking movie. This next clip is Ben and I reacting to what happens when Sammy Kurz finally makes his triumphant return. I think I like it more than the other two we've seen in this category. Well, that's because it's 80s and you just like the 80s. Well, it's not even that. It's the other ones... He just Palpatine that guy with a guitar. That was awesome. He's just killing kids. Oh, my God. He's to die for. Holy shit. This is awesome. This next clip is our reaction to watching Sammy Kurz get tased. Is he going to shoot the ghost? No, <laughs> oh, it's a taser. Oh, it's just a weird taser. It's so fucking stupid. He's just smoking boots. Look, I... Honestly, I kind of appreciate that there's no gore in this film, really. Because it doesn't need it. It'd be cool. But I like that they went with the concept of, like, it's an electric ghost, and they stuck with it. And he's just blowing people to smithereens with lightning. This next clip is our reaction to Eddie calling Sammy the one thing he knows will piss him off. Oh, that's the worst thing you could call him. <laughs> that's the worst thing you could have called a him. A poser. Yeah. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed the outtakes. I'm sure a lot of them are just us oohing and awing at how cool those fucking laser arrays are. Woo. They're real cool. They're just so well done. They're just so cool. Do we have any announcements? Uh, Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Do we have any announcements, Ben? Nothing new. Convention episodes are coming out tomorrow. Look at those. And then, obviously, another board episode next week. we got two more spots left. So, the season's almost over. And Ben doesn't have a category. Pretty great. (laughs) No, I think I might have a category. Oh, I have one. I have one, and it's not good for me. No category's ever good for you. Um, But otherwise, you know, check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, other places, wherever you can find us. Look for us. Maybe we're there. Uh, We're also on YouTube, which, like, maybe not the most convenient place to listen to us. But it's uh, an easier place to, like, communicate that you're watching with us Mm -hmm. and, like, how much you enjoy certain videos. Because, like, A, we can see your subscriptions, but we can also see, like, if you're liking a video or disliking a video. And then we can see your comments, both on, like, individual videos and or on um just in general, like, general comments. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's a good way to say, like, if you want to communicate with us, YouTube or uh, Twitter, those are probably the two big places, you know? And for the love of rock, on either of those platforms. Bob, do you have anything to add? Yeah, I do. Check us out on Twitter, at BewareTheBoard. It's where I post updates about the show, uh, information about the show. Basically, if you want to know anything about the show, it goes on our Twitter. On Mondays, I post a spoiler post for that week's episode. It's basically a movie cover that's hidden that you can reveal so you can see the movie and then watch it before we do it on the episode so you don't get any spoilers. So when we're talking about the movie or being really vague like with this one, you can, you know, not, you can understand what we're talking about. This one's a little hard because this movie's impossible to find at the moment. At the moment! Maybe when you're listening to this in the future. Future you'll be able to watch this movie. I highly recommend this movie. Go check it out. Super good. At least I love it. And then on any day an episode goes up, I post a link to the episode on our Twitter. So if you ever miss an upload or wondering when something went up, there will always be a link on our Twitter account. And then last thing is TikTok. TikTok and YouTube Shorts. We're doing short form content now. I'm making more TikToks. I'm working on going through older episodes and finding new content. So basically our TikTok and YouTube Shorts should be all unseen content now, which basically means if you like the show and you want to see new shit, check out our YouTube shorts and our TikTok at uh, are the Board. I think that's it. Alright, well, uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, we'll... Or uh... if you're coming back for just these episodes, we'll see you next week. Yeah, we'll see you around.